the owners voted to approve the A's move to Las Vegas. What does that mean now? You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who's been a baseball podcaster for over a decade now, and I've just finished my fifth full season as a host here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, FanDuel.com slash Locked On is where you get started. Follow us on Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or whatever it's called now. And Instagram, I'm your pal Simon. It's Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast. On Instagram. Well, this is not a solo show. We are going to be doing a crossover with Locked On A's based on the big news of today. And I'm very happy to welcome for the first time the new host of Locked On A's. It's Wayne Coy. How are you doing, man? Welcome to the show. You make me want to sing a Roberta Flack song right now. Can I sing that? First time ever well, I, I hey, saw hey, we don't want favorite. we don't want to get in ASCAP trouble here but okay uh, that's right you're right we don't we well, don't welcome get welcome you know brand new host of locked on A's and um um uh what a way to be introduced to the locked on podcast network there um welcome aboard where can people follow your show uh at locked on A's all right there you go Twitter? and uh for or people, what do you what do you call it do you call it X or do you call it Twitter what do you call it's it? Twitter Okay. It's Twitter. That's what it is. I'm sorry. Am I going to get sued for that? <clears throat> but um, but Wayne, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Because uh, the previous host, Mr. Burke, was a frequent guest here. So yeah. why don't you tell some of our listeners where you're all what you're all about? Well, first of all, Jason, uh, what a job that guy did for uh, a bunch of years, and and so big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I do get why he had to step away. The dude's. Uh, Dance card was very full. He's a family man, and uh, he continues to write, and he's a great source for the podcast. So uh, even though I've never met him, I feel like I know him. And uh, Jason, thanks for leaving the bed nice and warm. And yeah, I've been uh, behind one of these for 40 years plus. Um, and I've been an A's fan. As you'll see, if you do go to the uh, the Twitter today, the Twitter, you'll see a picture of me when I was seven years old in, in an A's cap, and then another one when I'm years old, and I'm mm-hmm. wearing... The same A's cap or similar anyway. The, the, yeah. the original one didn't fit. But all I'm saying is I grew up there. I got married at home plate, Sully. Me and Nance, we uh, we are the only couple ever to be married on the field at the Oakland Coliseum. Wow. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. And well, so, you know, the, the A's are in my blood, man. They're in my DNA since, like I said, I was seven. And I was born in Southern California, but escaped the, uh, the clutches of the Angels because we moved up to the Bay Area. And never look back, you know? So it's A's, go. Raiders, Warriors, Sharks for me. Well, at least the Sharks are going to be still where they're supposed to be. But, um, oh, let me just uh, take care of a little bit of business here. I'm behind in my trivia answers, and I'm just going to put the cards on the table. Bill Jacobson at Bill 
FC uh, Bill FC Badger took a stab at who the first Colorado Rocky to ever be in the top five of the MVP voting in their history. And he guessed Vinny Castilla. Was he right? No, he wasn't. The answer is actually Larry Andres Calaraga. It was Andres, Andres. Andres Calaraga, okay. the big cat. But uh, but there you go. That was a, a, a hey. At least he took a stab at it. Yep. But here we go. Um, so uh, and by the way, at the end of the show, uh, I'm going to keep the previous uh trivia question alive. Uh, but I'll remind everyone what it is before we dive into the big news of today. Um. The least surprising MVP vote of all time took place today. Uh, Shohei Otani, to the surprise of nobody, was unanimous in the MVP vote. And Ronald Acuna Jr., also unanimous in the National League MVP vote. Yeah. We knew it, uh, today, in, today Ar- was a we big it day. in August. Today was a big day for Mr. Nanimous because the A's uh, owner vote, which we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. also unanimous. So it was three for yeah. three today. Yeah, yeah I, I was actually a little surprised at that unanimous one. But, you know, I mean, look, we've been breaking down the the votes for Rookie of the Year and Manager of the Year and everything, and Cy Young, there's not much to say. I mean, Acuna Jr. had a spectacular season. Uh, Betts and Freeman had fine seasons. Uh, again, having to remind everyone, these are regular season awards, not uh, postseason awards. And Otani, that's how you know it's a regular season award because Otani won it again. Um, you know, he's he is it takes a 62 home run season to knock him off of the MVP. Uh, and, you know, this is a situation where, um, you know, we, we're going to have the defending Cy Young Award winner and a, a defending MVP uh, switching teams. Yeah. And that's um, going to be interesting. To say the least. Yeah. All right, Wayne. Um, so that's all I got to say about the MVP. I mean, yeah, there you go. Yep. Shoe ins, all of them. Excuse me, my my coughing. I mean, I've been I've been uh, hitting the mute button for those of you just listening to us, but I'm I'm coming over the the cough that put me on the disabled list for Monday. Um, this is the last remnants. It's last gas. Um, Wayne, why don't you fill in our listeners a little bit of What's what happened in this vote? What was this vote about that took place at the owners' meeting, and what does it really mean? I mean, does this mean that the the A's are gone for? Is this official now? I mean, everything everything seems to be kicked around left and right. But uh, you you've forgotten more about this A's situation than I will ever know. So tell us a little bit about the vote and what this really means right now. Well, the vote obviously was to uh, make official Major League Baseball's thumbs up for the uh, Oakland A's to relocate to Las Vegas. Uh, There was uh, in the summer in May uh, a special session in the Nevada legislature where $380 million of public funds were freed up to be able to build a stadium in the second choice, I guess, of the A's in a course of about two weeks. They had a spot. The Wild Wild West location, which is kind of, on, if you know Vegas, it's on Tropicana, but it was a much bigger location. The one that they settled on, uh, where they will be basically tenants, they're going to be renting at $0, but they're still tenants. They're not going to own the land. Um, that's where they're going. Nine acres. I don't know how you put a retractable roof stadium on a 
nine acre plot, but that's the plan, I guess. Here's the thing. We haven't seen the plan. We saw some phony renderings a couple of months ago that the A's then the, came back out and said, oh, by the way. Those renderings were horrible. Those well, renderings said, were clipped. Wad them up and like, throw them away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's was, They weren't real. They never were real. And the thing is they use those pictures, Sully, to be able to romanticize what, you know, how cool it could be. There's, there's the view of the MGM grand and you see the airplanes flying overhead and it looked real space age and it was great, but none of it had anything to do with reality. So the palms got greased. They had to do whatever they had to do. Uh, forget teachers that all got shoved off to the side. Let's get, uh, let's get a stadium. Cause you know, Vegas is ready for major league baseball. So what happened today was a unanimous vote that was, honestly not unanimous whatsoever. And we know this on the record and off the record. We have owners who said, one in particular, who walked out of the room today saying, I don't even know why we're doing this. Yet he voted yes. And he voted yes because the PR nightmare that is the Oakland A's and their stadium situation and John Fisher and his ineptitude and the moving of the team and are they or aren't they and all of that it's just been horrible. And so right. to put it to put it all to bed, if you have all of the owners in lockstep, if you have everybody saying, yeah, we're we're all in agreement here. We all believe this is the best situation for baseball and for the A's. Now, if you want to talk about privately your issues later on, that's fine. But for right now, let's back our our billionaire brother and get to Vegas as soon as we can. Well, <clears throat> hold on, because I don't know when that's going to be. First of all, yeah. they have a they have a one year lease, Sully, and that's for twenty twenty four at the in, in, now in, Oakland. <clears throat> in at the Oakland Coliseum, right? And then and then they say that they're going to get the shovels in the dirt by the end of twenty twenty four, beginning right. of twenty five. They'll have a stadium built by twenty twenty eight. So where do they play in twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven? According to what we found out today. Well, hold on, the, hold on. They don't know. That's, a, that's an intriguing question. Where are they going to play? And we're going to talk about it because we're going to be going to Vegas. And Vegas is where you get your gambling done. Yeah. Which reminds me. Let's talk a little bit about our friends at, where is it? It's at FanDuel. The NFL season is in absolute full swing. And, uh, oh, what the heck? We'll have another Oakland team playing in Las Vegas there if that's the, <laughs> you know, that seems to be the thing to do. Now, FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, and I know you are, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the National, of the National Football, Football League. League. <laughs> All right, we're, we're back here with Wayne Coy, the new voice of Locked On A's, our new friend here. Now, I, you were going into this new, you know, the new this other section of what was going on today. I'm going to get into the politics a little bit, and okay. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit of something for me. Uh, for those of you who know me, and I know I do, I am I have a job beyond 
being the voice of Locked On MLB, I am also a teacher. I'm a special education teacher in Pasadena. I know where and, this is going. And um, you're not going to find a bigger baseball fan than me. I am talking baseball during Christmas. I'm talking baseball while my wife is giving birth to my twins. However, careful. Yeah. However, they're 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 grown now, so don't worry about it. And I hope you were at least talking about the twins. Yes, exactly. Co good cover there. Um, but the situation for teachers in Nevada. Yeah. The idea that they found hundreds of millions of dollars between the cushions of a couch, while teachers are being have one of the lowest paid rates in the country in Nevada. Yeah. I keep getting emails from the Nevada Board of Education saying, please, 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 you have a credential. Come teach in Las Vegas. We yeah. are desperate for teachers. And do you know why they're desperate for teachers? Because they don't pay their teachers. Yeah. And, and the class sizes are huge. Are gigantic. I have a feeling if I said I can't do it, but my dog can, they would at least give my dog an interview. <laughs> Not saying they'd hire my dog, but he would get to the interview process. Right. And here's the other thing. It's a, to become a credential teacher here in California. It is an arduous process. Thank you, Cal State University Fullerton. But evidently, to get a teacher credential in Nevada, you need exact change. And then you yeah. can teach because there's a huge teacher shortage there. And yet... <laughs> They can build a palace for a billionaire. It makes in a city where there's flowing of money. So sure. I, I look at. I don't and want to get a on my soapbox I, here. I, but John Fisher is a billionaire. Yes, okay, he, could, so he could build the stadium. Could pay and that three hundred million dollars could be paying the teacher. Now you had tell our fans who what your guest was on your show. Well, just yesterday. Um, we talked to, I don't, I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but there's a little movement underfoot uh, and it all began kind of in the wake of what happened in the legislature. As soon as that was obvious that education was being pushed off to the side, uh, one of the teachers unions here in the state, that's the NSEA, um, uh, decided that they weren't going to take it anymore. So they started, uh, the idea of, of the public being able to have a say in this by getting it on the ballot, a referendum. And um, that movement began uh, right at, you know, at the beginning of June. And here we are now, they're announcing that the relocation is happening. These, uh, this group, they're called schools over stadiums. And they went basically to uh, the petition part of the process and then got sued. Teachers were sued by lobbyists who are connected to the Oakland A's, first of all, and then on the other hand, the propaganda arm of the Oakland A's, the Las Vegas Review Journal. Mm -hmm. And then behind that, a couple of unions. Okay. So that's where that came from. Well, they weren't, they, they were successful. They ruled in favor of the plaintiffs, Sully, which means the teachers had to kind of regroup. And what they've done first is appeal to the Supreme Court. That may be all they have to do. But if the Supreme Court agrees with the lower court, well, then they start the petition process again. And if that doesn't go through, they can do it again and again. Yeah. And the idea is that, you know, they'll eventually figure out 
if they're doing anything wrong, what that thing is. And this is all semantics. It was about, oh, it's a, it, the language is confusing or you didn't include the full language of the bill, SB1. So right. because of that, um, we're going we're gonna to say no. But it'll get on the ballot. If it does, I bet everything I own on this planet that this whole thing gets turned over. And then, and then it's then it's then it dun, dun, dun. yeah. Then it's now, you know. Yeah. Well, let me just say this, and somebody actually asked me, "What's to keep the other owners so they can save face from loaning John Fisher thirteen million dollars a piece?" Okay? I'd be fine with that. If well, if, if, if it's not using they, public money, right? But if they did that, that would then pay the bill. The teachers would, you know, hopefully have those public funds now to use. And John Fisher could still move his team to Las Vegas. So right. for the fans in Oakland who don't want that to be the inevitable end of this, right? Um, it's going to be awfully tough to have it not be. I mean, this thing today was definitely a step in the right direction, but there's no, there's no there, there, there's no plans. You haven't seen a rendering. You haven't seen a business plan. You haven't seen a pro forma. We don't know who the architect is. And there is nobody in this city of Las Vegas that I live in that you're going to find on the street, you walk up to them and go, how do you feel about the Oakland A's? What? They don't even know. They don't care. They're invested in their hockey team. They're invested in their women's uh, basketball team. And to a degree, the Raiders, although that's about a 50-50 proposition every week. But they're interested Um, in the hockey team because they're good right now. And because Uh they were born in Vegas. Remember that. They started here. So my whole contention has been, Give Las Vegas an expansion team mm-hmm. and keep the Oakland A's in Oakland. Right. Okay. If that doesn't happen and we have to get to the point where we're still talking expansion, well, you better give Oakland an expansion team. And some may say, oh, no, they blew their shot. Well, listen, I'm going to say to Stephen A. Smith and anybody else who says it's the fans' fault, screw no, you. Not. It isn't either. You know whose fault it is, is this, this owner who's mm-hmm. the worst example of a sports team owner that's ever existed in the history of sports. He makes Ebenezer Scrooge look like a generous man. Okay. He let let that stadium fall into disrepair. He has not invested any of the money that he's made in revenue sharing in the product itself. He allows players as soon as they mature and get to a, a point where they need to get paid to leave either as a free agent or they trade them away for peanuts. And it's a constant cycle of churning through the, through the roster. You, mm-hmm. you know, you go to an A's game, you look around at the, at the jerseys, you'll they're see. Never, they're never current there. players. They're never Adonis current players. there, Giambi there, Tejada there, and Olsen there. I mean, you could field an all-star game or all-star team, maybe two with former Oakland A's players. So yeah. don't blame the fans for that. That has no. nothing to do with them. And they would be there. If you build it, they will come. If they had a better facility and a team, hey, even if the team wasn't great, but the owner showed that they cared about A, the team, and B, the community, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. This guy makes Charlie Finley just, you know, by comparison, and Finley got a lot of crap, but at least he cared about the game of baseball. And he was inventive all of that. He put three straight World Series winners on the field, and everyone – Gave Finley crap when he dismantled the team at the at the time of free agency. Yeah, but he also made some very the he made some very smart moves. I mean, he traded away Phil Garner and got Tony Armas and Mitchell Page. 
He yeah. signed Ricky Henderson. By the time Billy Martin took over the team, it was a good team again. They were good again. Yeah, I, and I was going to say, too, Charlie tapped out. Here's the difference between him and Fisher. Charlie realized that he couldn't continue to play the game because the free agency thing was about to happen. Catfish Hunter on a technicality became a free agent. Well, he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to give him 3.75 million or whatever that was at the time. So he being a smart businessman said, you know what? I can profit here and I can ride off into the sunset. And he sold the team to the best ownership that the A's have ever had. That's the Haas family who stepped in and stewarded that whole Billy ball thing. And, and, well, you know, and Levi Strauss, the and they were local. And yeah, yeah, that was all the, that was all the Haas family. And by the way, at that time, they were very close to the top in major league baseball in attendance. They outdrew the giants. I mean, people came to the Oakland Coliseum and watch baseball. So don't I get went, it twisted. I was yeah. in, uh, I went to high school in the Bay area and in the late eighties, I was there and the A's were outdrawing the giants and the A's stadium was packed. Yeah. And enthusiastic. And as I've said before, I love going to A's games because you're it's you're only surrounded by other baseball fans. But yeah, it's uh it's been a little rough. Well, I will tell you this, if you were at that reverse boycott game, yeah, or you were at any of the I mean, let's go back twenty nineteen playoff game. Mm-hmm. They had to take the tarps off the top of the, of the stadium because they had 60,000 people there. And if you watch the video of that and you see that electric atmosphere, it's literally like a European soccer match. Yeah, That's how loud and intense and into the game. They're smart. First of all, they're baseball fans. They get it. I say it's like Brooklyn with the Dodgers on steroids. And the only difference is they never had an owner like nobody, to be honest, has ever had an owner like John Fisher. So again, don't blame the fans, man. It it has nothing to do with them. City of Oakland has some culpability. It took them maybe a little longer, but right now they've got almost a million dollar, I'm sorry, billion dollars that they've been able to bring in to meet the demands of John Fisher. And when it came time to, you know, pony up and pay for his share, that's when he got cold feet and bolted to Vegas. There's an old saying, you know, big hat, no cattle. And he lives up to that billing. I think he's billionaire broke. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day. With local experts on Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, we're wrapping things up here with Wayne Coy. The Dude, I don't know how you do that with, the, with your cold. I, I, I'm in awe. It, it's You're my, getting through um, it. Hey, hey, this is not my first rodeo. Um, two things I want to cover before we wrap things up today. Um, it's strange that you are against the move because you live in Las Vegas. So you think that you'd be thrilled that your A's are moving to Las Vegas. But you yeah. know what this team means to Oakland and what it doesn't mean to Las Vegas. Well, that's just the thing. Uh, you know, again, I I understand if if locals would be happy that this happened, I would get it. I don't feel it. Uh, maybe it's because F1, maybe it's because the Raiders, maybe it's because of the Aces. I don't know. But for whatever reason, there is no there there in terms of excitement for the team coming here. And I think it's because 
it, they already know about the ownership. They know that they're getting somebody else's headaches and baggage and garbage. Instead, they'd rather have their own team. They'd rather have an expansion team that can mm -hmm. be like the Golden Knights born in Vegas, that they can support from Jump Street. Even if it is the A's relocated with a new name and a new identity. Right. And leave leave the green and gold in the 510. Yeah. Let let the white spikes stay in Oakland. And then if and when the time comes that Major League Baseball deems them worthy, you know, in market number six of, uh, of having a second team, and they certainly are, in a new facility, they, mm -hmm. can, be the, they can be the Oakland A's. So it's the Cleveland Browns mm -hmm. kind of all over again. You know what I'm saying? The, and the, I know Seattle owns the, uh, the Supersonics name, right? Yeah, and well, the, the, the Senators moved to Twins became the twins but they put a new senator's team in uh mm. to keep the name there but then they became the rangers but um this is a small detail and i guess it's kind of a it's a nitpicky detail uh regarding the potential of the a's playing in las vegas in uh 2025 um again it, it sounds like i'm nitpicking here but um where are they gonna play yeah well so they have a lease for a year right at the Oakland Coliseum. They, they're good through the end of 2024. Right. After that, all we heard today was possibly some games at Oracle Park. The Giants might be willing to let them play there. I'm sorry. Yeah, Oracle Park. I forget. Yeah. They change the name every other year. Um, yeah. You know, so they can play some games there, but they're not willing to let them play all 81 there. Um, there is, of course, the AAA team of the A's, the Aviators. They play in Las Vegas. Outdoors. But it's minor, minor league park. Outdoors. 118 degrees in the middle of summer. And you think the Major League Baseball Players Association is going to be okay with that? No. No. They'd have to add clubhouses. There's a lot that would go into that, okay? And then there's the idea that maybe, just maybe, they could play at the Oakland Coliseum. Well, Mayor Tao has already made it very clear that she would be willing to discuss an extension of the lease for as long as the A's needed it if, in return, they get the name, the colors, the trademark, all of that intellectual property. So the legacy of the Oakland A's, 55 years worth, by the way, three generations, me, my kid, and now my kid's kid, okay, that they get to enjoy that forever and ever and ever. And this new team in Las Vegas with a new identity – not not any different than when the Aces came here. Remember, right. they had a they had a different name. Mm -hmm. Mark Davis bought them, rebranded them. They've won two championships. They were the fifty one, the, the Area fifty ones, right beforehand. No, that's the Aviators you're talking about. Yeah, okay. I'm talking okay. about the women's basketball team. Oh, 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 yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. So well, anyway, they they uh, they rebranded. They were the Stars, I think, okay. and they became they became the Las Vegas Aces. And and again, it's a new brand, and it's only been a brand here. So right. because of that, that's why Vegas has, has, you know, wrapped their arms around them. And I think that there's a chance that they'll do that for the relocated Oakland A's if indeed they take on a new identity. If they come here as the A's, good luck, especially if John Fisher owns the team. By the way, in today's meeting with the owners, they did throw in a pump and dump clause, Sully, which says if John Fisher thinks he's going to move the team here and then turn around and sell them for a big, huge profit – well, he's going to get a big tax from Major right. League Baseball, and that will be divvied up amongst the other owners. So the owners were basically like, eh, okay, I guess we'll go with this since there's something in it for me. Well, I also think that they they know there's a two-team expansion coming up. 
Yeah. That there's already talk about realignment, geographical realignment, which I'm 100% for. But in order to do that, you need 32 teams. And this is the longest we've gone without an expansion since the first expansion. You're right. You know, and so, and there are certain markets, especially Nashville, that would really, really support a team. But they can't do it with the A's situation and with Tampa Bay's situation still there. Now, well, I do believe that uh, baseball could, could work in Central Florida, they've never had a situation. They they've only been playing in a stadium in the wrong place. So naturally, the stadium they want to approve is in the same place. Which same makes, place, yeah, makes less sense than the A situation. Yeah. But for the owners, they're like, look, we got to get, we have to have closure because we can't expand it with these with these two issues with these two franchises, right? Because they want to get that expansion fee and do everything else. So I think part of the reasons why it was unanimous was just fine, fine. Let's just get, let's just keep moving. Sure. You know, cause I, mean, I yeah. like my sons were born in 2005, which was the same year that uh, the Fishers bought the Oakland A's. And we were living in the Bay area at the time. And all the talk was Fremont. Right. And then the talk was San Jose. Right. And, and, and now then the talk was, you know, Howard terminal. And then it was Jack London square all over the map, literally. And, my kids were infants. They are now college students. Yeah. That's so, gone on too long. Yeah. 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 That's a generation of, and, and, and the whole time since the Raiders moved back and they backed that aircraft carrier up in center field and ruined what was once a lovely stadium. Yeah. There's been, it's been a quarter of a century. Sure. Of no, no, there's no the doubt that they need, apart. yeah, they need a new facility, but mm -hmm. here's the thing. John Fisher was proposing what would have been the most expensive construction project ever in the history of the state of California. That's what he wanted. Yeah. Okay. And instead, what he's getting in Las Vegas is nine acres, a postage stamp, uh, a stadium that's probably going to end up being a dome because I don't think a retractable roof will fit there no. that you don't even own. You don't own the land around there. You can't have those wonderful buildings and restaurants and shops that you said you were going to have at the other place. And you, Oh, I need to be on the water. Dave Cavill's words. We must be on the water. Well, no, you're willing to be right behind the airport and across the street from New York, New York at the busiest intersection in the city in 118 degree heat in the summertime. So everything you said you needed, obviously you don't need. So why the hell didn't you just build the stadium right next to the existing Coliseum like so many teams have done and, yep. and you'd be finished. This could have been done. Your kids wouldn't have even been in kindergarten yet. No, nope. You know what I mean? Well, look at it. it's, it's heartbreaking, but not surprising, but uh, Wayne Coy, um, Thanks so much for jumping in today. This not great news, but I want to at least yeah. have someone who knows their stuff on this. Um, I'm going to repeat the trivia question from the other day, which is Angel-centric. I'm sorry. But Mike Trout leads most of the Angels' all-time offensive categories, but not the all-time hit leader. Which Angels player is the all-time hit leader? Don't answer it, Wayne Coy. That's for everyone else to put in the comments. Tell people where they can follow your show. You know, I want to answer this question, right? You know, I do. I know you. Yeah. Do. I know you do. Get us at, at Locked On A's. That's how you'll All find right. us. All right. Then follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter. And that's what it's called, or on Instagram. 
Uh, check out the Locked On Sports Today, which is streaming sports entertainment 24-7 with all the Locked On hosts there. And you follow me. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Looking like we're saying farewell to the A's and hello to Las Vegas. And maybe you're right. Maybe they'll leave their identity back in Oakland and give A's fans a hope that maybe someday, like the Browns, they'll come back. This has been a Locked On A's, Locked On MLB crossover. He's Wayne Coy. I'm Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.